This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi everybody, Russ and Maya Hammers 11. Hope you're all safe and well. If you channel, please consider subscribing, hitting the bell icon so you're made aware that there's new content coming on. As always, let's thank our channel sponsors. Untuck it. Check them out in the description below. It's, uh, oh, actually, this will go out on Wednesday, but it's Shrove Tuesday today. So uh, I've heard uh, Gates is a bit of a tosser, um, but I think that was different, actually. I don't think it's about the pancake. Do you have a pancake in them? But anyway, um, today's guest, we have, we have Gatesy. How are we doing, my man? I'm very well, mate. How was yourself? I am all right. You're a pancake man? Um, actually, the missus did knock a couple of pancakes up a little earlier. So, mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. They're all right. Yeah. I wouldn't, I'm not, not sort of like totally bothered about it, but she puts it in front of me. So, what are you going to do? She, she, yeah, she provides. So, why not? I know. Yeah. I don't know. What did you have on it? Um, just a bit of jam. Just a bit of strawberry bit jam. Of jam? Yeah. Little bit, little bit of jam, little bit of strawberry jam. The kids, the kids went a little bit sort of, you know, they went chocolate spread. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Nutella, whatever. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. I'm not a pancake fan. Not a pancake fan. I, I I used to um when when I used to work in Ealing, there was a place called My Old Dutch or Ye Old Dutch, and they would have be savoury pancakes, which almost like a almost like a pizza. Okay. There we go. It's Pancake Watch on My Hammers 11. Hope we're all safe. Um, <laughs> for those of you who don't know, uh, Gatesy, um, he, he regular contributor now to you know, Hammers Chat and things like that. And him and Duke, who've had on the channel, have started their own little, uh, not little, but they've started their own channel, uh, their own YouTube channel, Waffling on the Back West Ham. Uh, how's that How's that all going, man? Um, early days. I mean, we, we did our first episode, not Sunday, just gone the Sunday before. Um, just and, and it's basically just me and Duke sort of just sitting there and chatting about you know the game that went previous to it, which was the Fulham game, yeah. and then the game that was coming up, which was the Manchester United game. So we were sort of just having a little chit chat, you know, just two forty-something-year-old blokes having a little chip, little chinwag about all things claret and blue. So you know, and yeah, we're just seeing where it goes. You know, yeah. at the end of the day, it's 
just a bit of keep, a laugh. Keeps keeps you busy. Keeps you busy yeah. at the moment, isn't it? And there's nothing yeah. to do. Although you're busy yeah. working, you're 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 out every day working, aren't you? So uh, for yeah. those you also don't know, Gatesy has like most people. We had like a sandwich and like a packet of crisps, and not Gatesy. His 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 lunch is a legendary now in on on the uh, on the live streams every every Monday to Friday, and uh, yeah, it's only a small lunch box. I know, I know, but it's, it's it's the cacophony of flavors and and textures. You know, what I mean, most people will have a sandwich, you know, just a sandwich, ham, and I mean, I mean, recently ham and cheese really, but I appreciate that we'll be having, but that's it that tends to be it maybe a crescent of crisps on the side but there's always a homemade element there's always a brownie or a sausage roll there's obviously we've got the we have the banana apple bottle of water satsuma and yeah. boilerplate ending of of your lunch but it's you know as i said to Duke, it's a bit like um it's like a it's like a buffet lunch you know it's like oh i'll have a bit of that a bit of that a bit of that fair play yeah. to you fair play to you look um, if, it, if if that's what's given in the box then i should eat it Fair play to you, man. Listen, me, me, me wife's a chef. What can I say? It's why well, a lot they, of stuff that I say is homemade. You, it's like there you go. Well, that makes sense, doesn't it? Right. That makes sense. That's and that's why I like doing these these things because they they give you another flavour. You know, I just thought, oh, you know, she's she's you know, you, Mrs. Gates is in the in the kitchen slaving away every day with her sausage rolls and the homemade brownies. But if she's a chef, then fair enough because she's just keeping up. You know doing yeah. her job really so it's it's different it's yeah. different uh, i'm not too how... sure if she's fattening me up for something i don't know yeah exactly you know, yeah you know, she's asking in... me you know is, you, is your life insurance paid up I'm yeah like, do you yeah, know i get that i've had that recently <laughs> i haven't that recently um yeah, then she'll, yeah, you'll go home one day in the hot tub. She had a bottle of hot tub, really, and it's full of really, and a couple of onions as well. He's like, peppercorns, what's going on here? Yeah, just, just sitting here for 20 minutes. Yeah. Uh, that's all we need to do, Rob. How are, you, how are you finding lockdown with everything, with the kids and everything, and the wife and, every, and work and stuff in general? Um, well, I mean, on a, on a personal level, like I say, me, I've been working all the way through yeah. it. So um, obviously at work, um there's been certain safety measures that we brought in by the company i work for of course um so you know we're just following all of that really i mean the kids i think they've, they've had enough of it now i mean was it been sort of on and off it's 11 months it's rolling on towards a year yeah, it's like, like yeah we've just had enough of it now and i i, I appreciate that you know the, the powers that be need to do something to stem the sort of like the infection rate and all the rest of it but i just sort of sit there and i think is it really necessary to close the pubs? Because as you know, Duke is a manager of a yeah, local pub exactly. to me. And he turned around and said that, you know, they, um, it was apparently a meeting, I believe. And I don't think I'm saying anything I shouldn't. Yeah. So edit it out if there is, but there you go. Um, but apparently the um, the head honchos of Weatherspoons, Green King and, and the various other breweries um, basically turned around to Boris and said that basically from the time that the first lockdown finished to when they shut it down, there was only a proven transmission rate in in that setting of about three percent and yet they mm. were just getting shut so yeah like i say i know they've got to do something i get that but i i sort of think is it a sledgehammer a cracker walnut listen we're talking politics that's not why we're here so no but we do but i mean it's yeah but it's it's, it's part of like it's part of the we you know probably it's it's, it's the most it's, it's a time where politics Make make such a, an impact on our lives yeah, at them. I know it, I know it always does, but even more. This is like the most ever, you know, yeah. in terms of how they can, you know, how, you know, one 
one sort of party, one government, and said, right, okay, that's it. You know, you got to stay in your house. What? Yeah. Okay, don't come out. You know, yeah, yeah, don't come out. Oh, you can go for a walk. Unless, you can't come out. Yeah, unless unless you fix washing machines for a living. Well, there you go. Yeah. People, people need washing machines. Or fridges. Rob, yeah. Or fridges. Yeah. Any 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 household appliance and and, and Gates is your yeah. man. Um, but then yeah, they're, they're, they're even more so because they're being used more, aren't they? So as I think, it's like you know you got to think. Everybody's um, at home. Everyone's at home. Everyone's yeah. using their washing machine more and their tumble dryers and their dishwashers. And yeah, God, we've had a new tumble dryer for some reason. I have no idea why, but <laughs> just turns up. Um, yeah, no, it's it's one of those things, isn't it? Where you, all those things are used more, you know. But then the car isn't, you know. It's like I got in the, I get I, any time I get in the car is to go to West Ham, um, and the other car just sort of stays there. Really, it's a bit, you know, it's a bit weird. It's like when we had all the snow here, and it was like three days later, it was still the snow for the car. The main car was still there because it hadn't been moved, and yeah. so it was like literally like a block of ice, like a huge icicle off the bottom of it, and. Uh, yeah, it's, I think it's going to be. It's going to take months to readjust yeah. to having some sort of normality, isn't it? We all know it's going to be the case, and but as you it, said, it will be a new normal, won't it? I don't. I don't think it will be normal no. as in it was before. I think it will be a modified version of it. But... Yeah, I think it's going to be like it's something you're going to have to. We have to live with. You know what I mean? So yeah. it'll be like the flu. Yeah, flu you know, yes. I mean. You know, I mean, the flu has, you know, we, you know, people get the flu every year, you know, people get flu jabs every year um, and it kills lots of people every year as well. You know, it doesn't. And, you know, we don't stay in our houses about it. So I think once everything sort of there's been this once the infection rates going down and once the vaccination rate goes up, um, then I think there'll be some normality or or some sort of. Yeah. Back to normal. Anyway, love politics. But thankfully, just just to just to end that point. Thankfully, West Ham aren't doing shit because I don't think I could live with this this well, sort of sitting indoors all the time and West Ham being crap. Well, that was what we was actually chatting about because before I come on here, I did the um, did a, a, a live stream. Am I allowed to plug it, Russ? Of course you can. Okay, it's uh, called Forged from Iron. Um, so if anyone is watching this and they want to have a little look. Please feel free. Feel um, free. So, um, yeah, when we, we, we was talking about sort of, we, we were fourth, all right, for, only for two hours, and yeah. now we're fifth. But even that, it's like, that's incredible. And it's like, normally we're fourth, fifth from bottom at this stage. This just feels weird. And I'm like, yeah. I'm just enjoying it while it lasts because I've just got this horrible feeling that I'm actually having some sort of, dream and it'll be like dallas where i'll wake up and it'll be like no i dreamt it we got relegated at, you know, uh, shot. yeah <laughs> you know. i know i know it's 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 a different mindset isn't it it's a mindset i'm not used to um i hopefully i'll get i love to get used to it but like when you're looking at like the other day when like liverpool were playing city and liverpool lost nothing you know it's a great result for us Mental, in it? What? Absolutely crazy. I'm not bothered about Burnley yeah. versus Southampton. Yeah, nuts. It's you know, and you know, it's it's, it's one of those things because sort of like now, I mean, if you just said to me at the beginning of the season, 24 games in, you'll be yeah. fifth, and for a two-hour spell, fourth. But Chelsea, you know, knocked us off. But it's only goal difference. Um, yeah. If you'd have said that to me after we lost the Arsenal game, two games gone. We've sold Grady. We had the preseason game that we basically stunk the joint out. And you'd yeah. have said to me, 
don't worry because 22 league games from now you'll be in fifth place you'll only be off fourth by goal goal difference and you'll have mm. 42 points i looked at you and gone yeah smoking yeah it's weird isn't it but it's here bizarre. we are it's, and so, so someone put a good stat up the other day um and it's true so i didn't believe because someone quit said no it's not true but it's every time we've lost the game we've won the game after hmm. this season you know what i mean we haven't gone on like usually west ham will have a few we'll, we'll lose yeah. in a row and but Other every than the, game, first, the first two games of the season of course well, no because obviously we played we played a cup game in the middle oh we did didn't we? Yeah. that's why because i thought ah. oh that's it thanks i look all right bloody idiot and then someone went actually we played we played uh was the league Chol- cup, wasn't it? yeah the carabao cup um yeah, we played them in yeah. the middle so actually that counts oh fair play Completely all right okay me by i know one, I we say. forgot that was a, that was a great and 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 i think with and that shows a resilience that shows a resilience mm. which i haven't seen in the west ham team for many years um where you know when the chips are down um we we keep plugging away and, and you know there's a goal in us and we're resilient and we don't seem to let a load of goals in recent you know which is again is something which doesn't usually happen with us we used to get drummed a few times a season yeah. Hasn't you haven't really had that happened. yet in touch wood as long as it's not on sunday i don't give a shit otherwise um no nah. nah. listen i couldn't have that russ i'm married to a spurs fan oh yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Don't, don't tell anyone up you know you again you can edit this bit out yeah don't worry no one watches this anyway yeah, Casey, it's no, all right it's don't fine. worry it's fine, so no yeah. one's a, okay so that will be enough. that will be hell on earth if they actually well oh, yeah yeah but that was fun that the reverse picture i've got to say because funnily yeah. enough we, we we was in duke's pub when we was watching that and of course brilliant watching it one nil and i'm like two nil yeah three nil i'm having i'm having me sunday roast in the in the local boozer do you know what i mean and me missus sitting there absolutely loving it three nil yeah it's brilliant gets to the 82nd minute and i'm like yeah it's gone it's not oh hang on i'll score the goal a bit of respectability at least three two oh hang oh hang on a minute and then of course lanzini puts it top top bins and it was like wow duke was there and we were just like mate that and is, that's and that's that a funny thing with, with, that's a funny thing with you and duke as well because like you know you, you sort of knew each other but and, and yeah through because i was talking to Duke, he's like he was like oh and I, and I knew him because of his because like my his son works in the pub and but yeah. then and on the and then on, we was like on the you know the chat on the west ham site and we sort of bumped like you know reconnected so to speak yeah you know, in a yeah. weird way. brilliant isn't it what a lovely story that's, yeah. i like that i thought that was there really cool go. That was really cool. No, but you're right. I mean, there's a resilience and there's there's a never say die attitude, and uh, and that's what we need. And I think that's and I think that's being instilled by Moisey and the backroom staff and 100%. the people he's bringing in. And yeah, it's just I, exciting. I thought he was real unlucky the first time he had the gig. I agree. I thought he was really, really unlucky because what he got us from, you know, a relegation spot and. 13th from where we was was yeah i think a magnificent achievement considering that the players were in the main substandard um to, to do what he did was brilliant and then oh thanks for that dave but we we're gonna go in this direction and i have to be honest when we got pellegrini in, i was one of the ones that went we've got a premier league me too manager. yeah yeah this yeah, guy's yeah, been manager was, yeah. of real madrid for god's sake yeah, yeah and yeah. he's now west Ham manager brilliant and what was it first four games he lost them all yeah i thought yeah that's great typical west ham but obviously you know first season what was it 10th right yeah, yeah you're thinking we can build on this and 
Roberto, say no more. Well, I mean, it was, we were flying high that season, last season, starting off with, we were doing quite well, and then it, then it all just went to absolute shit, um, as happens with West Ham. But I, I know what you mean. It's one of those things where I, I think everyone felt the same. You know, oh, this is it. This is the next level. This is what we want to do. You know, we and, and yeah, but I, I, I felt sorry for Moyes. I think, you know, he's coming twice, and he's coming to play, you know, to basically manage a team which isn't his own. Um, you know, with players who who were bought from the previous manager, and having spoken to a lot of ex-players, you know, players bringing their own man- managers, bringing their own players, and there's always a, you know, um, and he's just, but you know, I mean, there's things I like about Moisey, and I don't think you know things that I don't think p- the camera picks up. You know, that he is one of the only managers I see who watches the uh, warm-up. Do you know what I mean? So he'll sit there, he'll stand there and watch the warm-up. Um, the only one other one I've seen, I've seen all the time when he comes is Jurgen Klopp. So Jurgen Klopp will sit there, he will stand there on the centre circle facing West Ham, watching West Ham train. And yeah. Moisey will do the same. You know, he'll sit there watching, so he watches Sheffield United train. Sometimes, you know, Chris Wilder might come out for five minutes, but he literally watches them. And I was like, well, that's absolutely perfect because you want to see who's got carrying injury you know it's really clever um and also what he does is as well the last i've noticed it, the last sort of half dozen games um at the stadium um they all go for a walk around the pitch about an hour, about two about an hour and a half an okay. hour and a half about there in their track suits with their masks on they go for a nice walk around the pitch together lovely, lovely. all masked up Two meters apart, of course. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no that would be two meters because they're all, they're all, they're all COVID. They've all done their tests. They're all right, but it's uh, all in their masks, sitting there chatting, and nothing. Yeah, stuff like that. You know, it's little team spirit. It's um, it's something which we haven't had for a long time, and so he, he um, really seems to have galvanised the troops. Yes, He's, you know, he, he, and they, you can see they will literally run through brick walls for him. Yeah, you know, um, definitely, it's it's brilliant. And like I say, you know, I'm enjoying it while it lasts because I'm I'm I've been a West Ham fan. Well, I was a West Ham fan before I was conceived. My dad didn't give me a choice. It was like any kids of mine are West Ham fans, and that's yeah. all there is to it. Um, so I didn't have a choice. And, you know, I'm I'm used to sort of seeing us struggling. I've seen us get relegated. Yep. Um, I was four years old when we won the FA Cup. Mm. Um, I've got no real memory of it. No, of course you don't. And, you know, for us to have some sort of relative success fantastic absolutely yeah. fantastic the only thing the only thing that i'm disappointed about is that we didn't have more of a go at united in the cup because for me i mean there was a load of people on social media as i'm sure you're aware that mm. were sort of saying it you know and they're not mutually exclusive and you never know how life turns out but you know if you could finish top four top six mm. Or win the FA Cup and drop down a, you know, to eighth, tenth, whatever. What would you take? And I'm like, trophy all day long. Twice yeah, I think everyone would take a trophy. Yeah, I think West Ham. We are, you know, it, yeah, we're, we, you know, I think it comes to a point when you're in the halfway, you know, we're not two thirds, but almost two thirds of the season, and you're, and you're there. You're not there by luck. You're there by merit. You know, after after half after a third of the season, you could have had a lucky run of games. Yep. could have had done and we've had a shit run of games at the first bit but um but we are in essence a trophy club and yeah i really think he hasn't run a trophy for 40 years but that's what we do we're a trophy club you know we can i think we can be anyone at their day you know in a one-off game we can be anyone in the yeah. in this league um 
it's just the consistency side which has always let us down. So we can do it like a half dozen games to get to the final, you know, three times this in our club's history. But you know, the, the next stage would be to to do it on a prolonged period. And for me now, it's and it sounds really wanky when I say it out loud, but I don't care where we finish this season now. I I finish. I want to know where we finish next season. That's what I'm bothered about now. Because mm. we've got yeah. 42. You know, we're 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 safe. We're going to be top ten bar an absolute fucking you know disgrace you know yeah. but that's that's progress for us but it's next season because we have a really good season we had three shit seasons you know the last good season was the boating season probably the last season before that maybe looking in at even the 2000s i'd say maybe even the 99 probably, probably the first season under Rhoda, wasn't it because if you remember right yeah. Rhoda came in we finished seventh yeah and then the following season we got relegated yeah and then it went up and down we just up and down maybe yeah i mean maybe maybe the the fa cup final season um yeah we did all right that season i know it's funny i I like when i talk to my ex-players about that it's hilarious they sort of yeah uh, do you know what i've i've seen the club relegated well in my lifetime i think we've been relegated four times but the first time i was a nipper i got sort of you know memories of three relegations three four you lose count after a while yeah you do yeah. um yeah whatever um but that day i gotta say in cardiff i was there i was in i was in the stand behind pepe reina's goal yeah with my best mate we are three two up against the european champions which they were then yep and i always remember it look because the, the touchline is sort of like down to my right i saw the guy come out of the board I think he put four minutes up. I think I can't remember. Yeah. And I always remember as he did it. And it's, this is so. Uh, this is probably all I'm now going to tell people. And anyone watching is going to say it's your fault, Gatesy. You put the mockers on it. I turned to my best mate, and I went, "We're gonna win the fucking FA Cup." And as yeah. I turned around, the ball's dropping out of the air. Yeah. And it just arrowed past Shaka. Someone and else is like, "Oh my god." Else. Who else? Someone else has told me that story. It was it was absolutely heartbreaking. I've ne- you know to this day, and what's that? That's now fifteen years ago. Yeah. In a in a football sense, not in a life sense, because you know. Um, but that broke my heart. Yeah. Absolutely, and I've never recovered. And the only way I believe I will have any sort of recovery would be to see us get to an FA Cup final and win it. Yeah, and then I'll be happy. Definitely. And even if do you know, what? I'd even take the league cup. I'd yeah. even take. Well, I mean, you know, we just never won the league Major cup, silverware so... at, yeah. at Wembley. Watch the captain, whether it's Mark Noble, Declan Rice, or a n other. Have some of that. Yeah, I'd, I'd die just, a happy man. I'm trying to think. I'm racking my brains. I think he might have been Baz. He may be a ba- He may have been even Baz, and he had a a cardboard FA Cup. Like you know the foil one, and yeah. and he posed just as you know behind the just as Gerard oh, scored. It's no. something like it might not have been Baz, it might have been someone else. It was someone who everyone knows. It's the same story. Yeah. I'm gonna have to go through and listen to it. But yeah, I know what you mean. It was a horrible day. Um, I I was I was sat there and I had uh, I remember seeing the ball come across and and Marlon swing with his one foot he was yeah and, he was he yeah and that, that's the goal i was there i was right above that and i was like oh it was excruciating but anyway well, let's 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 think of, of happier times as i said we'll have mm-hmm. um although you did suffer for four relegations and stuff as well but um 
Well, usually I ask why people are a West Ham fan, but you've already done it, so that's really sort of ticked it. Well, so, yeah, as you said, yeah, I mean, my, my dad was was the West Ham fan. I mean, geographically, if we'd have supported the team that geographically was the closest to where I had my sort of like formative years, yeah, um, I'd have either been a Chelsea or a Millwall fan. I'm, yep. I'm from a place called Kennington, which uh, yep. people that follow cricket. Yeah, the oval, yeah, that is the oval. Yeah. yeah. So, um, and also the place I believe where the first FA Cup final was held. Kent will be on later, and he'll Kent Kent will ver- say verify yeah. that. But yeah. Um, yeah, so I'd have I should have either been a Millwall or a Chelsea fan, geographically speaking. But the story is, and I did what asked my dad once: Why did you support West Ham, given where you was? And and his dad, my granddad, was an Arsenal fan. Yeah. And he turned around and said, "Well." My, my dad never, ever put any pressure on me, um, unlike what he did with me, but that's another story. <laughs> yeah. um, and he said, you know, it was around about 1964 and Preston played West Ham in the FA Cup. Yeah. And my dad was like, well, you know, who do I support? And my granddad was saying to him, you got to support the London team, boy. And of course they won. That was it. And now we're on my kids they're all west ham nuts and i've told them don't you ever ever have any grandkids coming back supporting chelsea millwall tottenham none of that manchester united don't do it because i'll disown you well, that's the thing i think is it is like it's funny how many people i've interviewed and we, we've always touched about fa cup finals but how many fa cup finals have influenced the people I've interviewed, you know, it's, it's, it's hilarious how many people, um, you know, we've had, oh God, uh, you know, like people like Paul McGinley and people like that, you know, he, 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 he supports West Ham because he saw the 1975 FA cup final. It was, a you know, the village, one person in the village had a, uh, color TV. It was the first color TV match he'd ever seen and Fulham in black and white. And he's like, well, I've seen black and white, but actually these other guys look all right. And then Claret and Blue. Yeah, Claret and Blue. Um, or it was in 90, loads about the 1981. And, you know, and, but it's, it's one of those. It's, and you're, and you're obviously, you sort of experience it already now because you said you had a stream you had, like today and you had Pete John from Canada and you had Jake from sort of Somerset, Bristol area. Yeah, yeah. But all these. And it's, it's James it's from Doncaster as well. He James from Doncaster slashing yeah. Yeah, Canada. Um, and it's one of those things where, you know, it's it's it always it, it doesn't now, but it always surprised me how this funny little club in East London has this little crazily obsessive global fan base, mad. and and it is it is mad, isn't it? It is mad. Yeah. I mean, you know, you sit, you, you join, the, you know, come on the streams, my 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 lunchtime ones. You know, we have people from God. We have obviously all the American guys. We have um, Darren from Thailand. We have yeah, all the Luke, Australian Luke games. The- Netherlands, didn't you? Lucas, Lucas yeah. yeah. Lucas yeah, Netherlands. We have, oh, it's nuts. mental. Absolutely mental, man. They're, and they're all so crazy. Yeah. Considering we ain't won fuck off. Could you imagine if we actually won something? Do you know what I mean? You know, we, and this is this is why I think, and this is my opinion, and, yeah. you know, I can't prove it one way or the other, but when you consider the lack of success that we've had, you know, pound yeah. for pound for me, we've got the best supporters in the world. Yeah, Simple no, as that. I agree. But, the other side of that coin is sometimes, you know, it's it goes a little bit too far. Um, yeah, you know, yeah. can get some people who are a little bit too, you know, just cross the line. Do you know what I mean? 
I know um, what you mean. But you, know, know you mean. can't have one without the other. It's as simple no, as that. You like can't. I say, for me, pound to pound, like I say, Manchester United fans, it's easy for them to, you know, say that they're the best supporters in the world. Well, yeah, you you you've had a history of winning yeah. Premier Leagues and European Cups and all the rest of it. What have we won? Oh, well, we won the championship playoff final and we won the Intertoto Cup. And the and the Betway Cup. And the Betway Cup. I, do you know what? Yeah, I'll, I'll take you forget, that. You forget about that. It's, it's coming yeah. to the point now where we're going to have to start getting that around the outside of the board. On the honest so, board. Yeah. yeah. Although we, we don't, we're, we're the only people who invent their own cup and have only won it like twice. Or something. <laughs> but we get to the final every year. People forget about that. We get to the there final every year, that Betway Cup. It's like the England cricket team. They always get to the final of the Ashes, don't they? It's funny, that. They do. And the World Series is always held by two American-based basketball teams. Now, I'm, all, all the, the country in the world. It's funny you say that. Yeah. Some, I think it was my son asked me the question. I think it was yesterday. He said, why is it called the World Series? Yeah. And I, I, I've, I've been given one version. Yeah. Duke, Duke will probably say, say Duke, is right Duke or wrong. Yeah, yeah. But what I got told, rightly or wrongly, was that the World Series was called that because it used to apparently be sponsored by a newspaper called the New York World. It's, it doesn't exist anymore. It went into liquidation God knows how long ago. But apparently, yeah. apparently, yeah. that's the reason behind it. Now, there could be someone out there that's no, going... No, it's true. I think no, it's true, it's man. wrong, but, you know, that's what I got told. I'm not a, no, bar, I think a, it's a true. basketball, baseball expert. As I say, no, I dude would right. know. But... I think you're right, my man. Uh, the game's primary is but every season, the two leagues made a approach. Yeah, I think you're right, man. I think it, it looks, it looks, I mean, every, sort of my, my extensive Googling um, in, it, it sort of does, does it makes sense, though. It makes sense. Um, but yeah, interesting. There we go. We, it's, we don't just, we, it's not just West Ham here. We, we, we as you know, it is, you know, we had Daniel Duke telling us about, um, about the, the baseball freeball as well. Yeah. So yeah. And, or it's uh, culinary tips, you know, it's all it, politics. We're talking about anything. football, politics, politics, baseball, food. I mean, listen, what food? What, what, what else do you want to discuss? What, what more do you want to discuss? Warming? No, no, you're <laughs> although it's a bit, although, although my daughter did comment today, she was like, Daddy, you know how it was like snowing, yes, last week and like yeah. really cold, but you had like the fire on, yeah. Well, it's like. 10 degrees today daddy what what why is that i was like well so it's all that so that's uh you know all those see do you remember do you remember it used to always be about cfc gas wasn't it cfc gas everyone used to talk yeah. about I they, enough, they that? Has, has that gone out has that gone out of fashion now because no one talks about that gas anymore now i don't know no, cfc they, gas they phased all that out because obviously i'm obviously working in refrigeration yeah, of course the old old fridges going back yeah. to sort of the 80s and, and sort of like earlier they all had cfcs and there were certain ways that they had to be disposed of oh i'm going we're talking about fridges yeah now. jesus yeah <laughs> and people are sort of like just get up with be, the team gates he used to be, sakes. Yeah. tell us about your 11 for god's sake tell us about shaka hislop fast golf. forward fast forward it's fine yeah, yeah, we have to time stamp it um but yeah it was the aerosol cans as well they, they were the yeah. cfcs as well yeah. weren't they oh that was that was an easier time weren't it and that was an easy yeah. time, I think. There was yeah. no, there was no coronavirus. We just all we had to worry about was making sure your fridge was shut and disposed of properly, and your aerosol can um, had the right thing on it. Anyway, yeah. back then it was it was making sure you're home in time for dinner. That's home, home in time. Yeah, yeah, three and six, and a bus ride home. 
Change of a tenner. Yeah. I'm not that old. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> threepence apenny. I don't even know what threepence apenny is. Right. Anyway, let's let's start. Let's start. Actually, let's, let's, let's do let's do stuff. Oh, right. Let's let's talk about the eleven. Um. Let's talk about eleven. Right. Um. Obviously, everyone we've had on the channel, bar a couple of people, um, Harry Nappy and Bishop and Marjorie Coker, um, have given their eleven. They've given their eleven. So they, the idea is, you can pick whoever, whatever, based on whatever criteria you want. The only rule is you must have been alive to see them play. That's the only rule. Otherwise, we'd have all just picked Bobby Moore. And um, I mean, I never saw, but obviously, I never saw Trevor Brooking play. I never saw Billy Bonds play. I saw them both manage, but didn't see them play. Um, so that's sort of basic criteria. So, right, I've got my pad, I've got my pen. So. Um, Let's start off in goal for the Gatesy 11. Who are we between the sticks? Now, I did see Phil Parks play. Um, my first game, interestingly enough, um, and I found out this was actually Gonzo's first game as well. It was the 10-0 win against Berry in the League Cup. Yep, nice. And we uh, did such a West Ham thing subsequently. We went and bought one of their players, yeah, Paul, Paul Hilton. So, yeah. <laughs> anyway, so back back to the topic. So I did see Phil Parks play, but I don't really remember it that well. Yeah. Um, when I sort of my sort of best recollection of Phil Parks, he was towards the end of his career, and probably still a great goalkeeper. But I didn't see him in his prime. Yeah, um, we've had some really good goalkeepers when you look yeah. at it, though. I mean, you know, Fabianski. I think maybe uh, he had a good game yesterday, but. I don't think he's quite been right since he had the injury last season, but for the first yeah. season, I thought he was phenomenal. Um, we've had Rob Green, we've had David James, we've had some real quality keepers, Shaka. Mm. Um, but growing up, I I played in goal. But I was never ever going to be a pro. I'm five foot nine and short sighted, so not really much call for you know a goalkeeper of that stature. But yeah. Uh, the goalkeeper that I went for, um, he comes from near Moscow, apparently, and his name is Ludo Miklosko. Indeed, indeed, Ludo, Ludo, and and I, I, I'm I'm similar ilk with you. I mean, I didn't I picked Fabianski, um, but uh, he was like my first goalkeeper, and he just seemed to be in goal for literally forever. Mm. He was always mm. in goal for us. Um, 374 games as i as i my research I believe. revealed and, 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 and a year in 91 indeed and something ridiculous like a, i think he had about 100 and something clean sheets mm. as well so um we did an one of his appreciation nights for him a while back and yeah top bloke and just a lovely guy as well you know and he's I he mean, always he comes just, across really well doesn't yeah, he? yeah always yeah comes, and i and i remember sort of like when not just his playing days but when he came back as a goalkeeping coach because yep. i was there in um 05 the playoff final win against preston yeah um and obviously jimmy walker did his knee in didn't he coming for that ball mm -hmm. just bust his knee up and then he comes out afterwards when when the final whistle had gone and he's on ludo's back with the sort of like he's got his crutches and his knees all bandaged up and it's it's yeah. You know, and, and Ludo was just sort of carrying him around, sort of thing. And uh, yeah, I mean, he, he was, you know, everybody knows that when he turned up, he could barely speak any English. I think I saw the story you said about sort of um, when he was at the Swallow and 
yeah um, the fancy dress and yeah. I was just like oh my god but you know you stop and think about it I mean he he was probably one of the first Eastern Europe because obviously the fall of the Berlin Wall there wasn't really many in the way of no Eastern of course yeah, yeah yeah so he probably would have been one of the first and yeah, it would have been it must have been a hell of a culture shock for him but you know for me I thought he was brilliant you know yeah. absolutely top top draw goalkeeper and yeah. uh I still remember that game in 95 as I'm sure um all West Ham and Manchester United fans do where Ludo won the title for Blackburn basically yeah it is did, it's did like, Tony Gale a favor he did he, yeah he, I mean, he's in Blackburn team wasn't he he was I think there was um I think with Ludo you're right I think he was just like this there was something so exotic about him so mm. to speak being from 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 Czechoslovakia at the time and, and he was like he was such so different as you said from Parks he was just like a wall just a unit I mean, he was, I mean, McCluskey was very much like the modern day goalkeeper, you know, athletic build, mm. you know, a big guy, but not sort of, but more sort of athletic rather than just big. Um, and yeah, and he just, he just, you know, sometimes players and, and fans just work. And mm. you're right, he, he didn't speak any English. Yeah, he said Morley was, was saying about him going to swallow and, and you know and dressing up as a school no that's a sailor, sailor wasn't it? a sailor for the, the thing and yeah brilliant absolutely i mean brilliant. he's about uh, six foot five isn't he you know, i can like, just imagine really? this small little sailor's outfit medium like shorts. brilliant but uh yeah top man but no he's just a top guy ludo top yeah. guy right Fantastic. we'll put we'll put ludo in right let's go um with uh defense who's your first defender Okay, I'm going four at the back. Yep. Um, my right back, uh, again, you know, there's a few people that I could have made a case for. Um, I probably could have even made a case for the current incumbent, Vladimir Soufal, because five million, yeah. wow. But I, I think it would probably be wrong because it's like how many games he played for us, like 20, yeah. 30, whatever. So I, I think probably he needs to do it for a couple more seasons before I maybe rethink the right back yeah. spot yeah but he's he's got to be in the conversation if he carries on the way he is but Definitely. i mean there's lucas neil that i could maybe make a case for i thought he was mm. maybe when he came to us probably not quite at his prime he was probably just on the way down if we're being honest possibly yeah but yeah. i think from everything i've heard about his captaincy ability um he was brilliant from yeah. all the stories that i've heard yeah but the guy i'm going to go for um, I mean, he was he was right back for probably eight nine years, I think. Um, Timmy Breaker. Yeah, definitely, Timmy definitely. Breaker. Yeah, Timmy Breaker. Two hundred and ninety six oh. appearances and eight goals. Thank you very much. <laughs> no, he did. Never let him. He said, "I don't do my research." No, don't do research. <laughs> with with Tim Breaker, he's one of those players, right? And 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 I, I I had had this awkward discussion with him as well about this is um, because he was so consistent, people forget about him. You know yeah. what I mean? He and I've said this before about you know and I think when people talk about you know oh, someone said oh who's your hammer of the year or whatever and I went Sue Fowl and they went why Sue Fowl? It's because he plays a seven out of ten every game, occasionally an eight. But a seven, and actually, to be fair, Oggy's had Oggy's been brilliant. But then there's been occasions where he's let things. He hasn't been as good at some games. Um, Suchek, I think, for a couple of games recently has been a little bit sort of. 
below par than usual. And I think yesterday, yeah. I think the last last week on the um, what's that game, the uh, Sheffield United game, he sort of back back to back to his best. And, and Deck as well. You know, the first couple of games this season, he wasn't great. You know, there's all talk about oh, because Chelsea, yeah. no, it's because he's just fucking knackered. Yeah. Um, where Sue felt. Bosh, and people forget that first game, that that, that Leicester game. You know, yeah. he literally turned up in a country that he he'd never been to. You know, it wasn't his country. Yeah. Um, didn't only straight him, and then played an absolute storm of that game. Yeah. And if you put him right wing back, right back, and that's and that he's like the new Tim Breaker. He'll be there. He'll be like, yeah, great. And when when the conversation talks about the right back in specific terms, it's great. But when you talk about the team in general, it tends to be he tends to get. Not what left left out in the wash because I don't think that's right. But do you know what I mean? It's it's the Suchek's and Rice's because they're the ones who are maybe, yeah. and and Tim's the same. I think Tim was yeah. the same. And another um, one that I, I, I am and hard about um, putting there, and he's exactly the same type of player. Yeah, Steve Potts. Yeah, Steve yeah, yeah. Because he, I, I sort of am and You know, Steve played. You know, right back. You know, he played yeah. centre back. You know. You know, is it him or is it Breaker? In the end, I went for Breaker, but it was it, it was that much between them. Um, but I think that, that Tim Breaker was, um, you know, he he was an attacking fullback before we knew what an attacking fullback yeah. was. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. You know, people go on about Trent Alexander-Arnold and Andy Robertson and Kyle Walker, and it's like Tim Breaker was an attacking fullback before they were mm. even conceived. Definitely, but unlike Trent Alexander Arnold, Tim Breaker could tackle. He could, could actually be a defender, yes. you know. And I think that's the trouble now. I think now, you know, when when they're sort of people can have a, you know, that's why I just don't. I think Arnold's great going forward, but I don't think you know. And I think that's why you know, what's his when Moyes sort of did the same thing with Fredericks. When I say Fredericks is a great defender, he's, he's more attack minding defender. Mm. Um, so he plays him more on the wing. Makes perfect yeah. sense, and same with Trent, I think, as well. But um, right, we'll put Timmy Breaker in. Uh, let's go. Let's go to the other side. Let's go to the left left back. I reckon that's going to be a good one. It's easy. Razvan Rats. He's got yeah, absolutely. Got it in one. Yeah, no, it's a fella that's got a very what? similar haircut to me, actually. Oh. Um, and uh, his name is Julian the Terminator Dix. Yeah. Brilliant player. Four-time Hammer of the Year. Indeed. Former captain and just, you know, everything, you know, on the pitch that you want from a, a leader, from yeah. someone that's, you know, not going to take a backward step. You know, he's, he's going to, you know, step up to the mark. And even if, you know, you're 2-0, 3-0 down, you know, he wouldn't, he wouldn't give up. I mean, you know, he had a few naughty challenges and red cards and this that and the other but you know if ever there was a guy that you wanted i i, I think if i'd have seen more of billy bonds i think they were two very very similar players in their you know their, yeah. their sort of mentality do you know what i mean they're, that they Definitely. would absolutely you know they might know that they're going to be beat but they're going to go down swinging yeah. um you know and, and again julian dix was again another a defender yes he could defend no problem at all, but he could get forward. He could play yeah. some beautiful, you know, the media sort of portrayed him as some shaven headed thug, yeah. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. and you know, maybe he didn't help himself sometimes. I get that, but he, he was a player. He could play football. He could ping 60 yard crossfield balls 
from left to right, no problem at all. You know, he could get forward. He could, he, you know, the goal, Man City, I think he scored a great goal against. Yeah. He just leathered it. You know, you ain't stopping that. And penalties. I mean, I think most of the goalkeepers were diving out of the way. They just yeah. didn't want to get hit. I mean, yeah. it's just ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. And uh, yeah, he's got to be the left back. There's, there's no, I, you know, unlike the goalkeeper and the right back where I, do I go this, do I go this? Julian Dix, bang, done. Straight Next in. question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I totally agree. I totally agree. He was, yeah, out of flat generation, he was just like, he epitomised West Ham, didn't he? Absolutely epitomised the club. Um, right, okay, so we've got Breaker, we've got Ludo, Breaker, Dixie. Right, central midfield, central defence. Who's your first centre Well, the first one um, is someone that I, I don't believe he had his best days at West Ham. Yeah, but he started at West Ham and he went on to have an absolutely stellar career. Premier Leagues, European Cups. I think he had 81 caps for his country. Yeah, um, I was actually there for his England debut, which I think was against Cameroon, if I remember rightly, at Wembley. Um, and yeah, Rio Ferdinand. Yeah, you know, um, I never saw Bobby Moore play um, other than on video footage. Um, but I can see why the comparison was made between Rio and Bobby totally. Moore because they were both centre-backs that could bring the ball out and play football. I think I think I, I, it might have been yourself that made a comment that when he went to Manchester United that Fergie might have, you know, reined in a little bit of the, the sort of like the yeah. football yeah, 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 talent yeah. and just had him as a pure defender. But when he was first coming through at West Ham, it was, you know... I know there was the sort of like the thing about when he came on as a substitute for his debut, the ball drops to him and he just smacks it into Rose Ed. And it's like, yeah, is this yeah. this cultured sort of ball playing, you know, defender that's going to take the mantle of Bobby Moore, really? Mm. Um, but, you know, he, you know, he was, he was so, such a cultured defender, always seemed to have, you know, the, the time to do what he wanted to do he made some errors i'm not going to say that he didn't he was a kid you know when he was coming through yeah but course. um yeah magnificent player in my opinion i i think that you know if, if we could have kept a lot of those kids back then i mean who knows who yeah. knows what we might have done but you know sliding doors moment isn't it leeds turned it up is. with 18 million quid and you know we had to pay for a new stand so Exactly, and then they flipped him and and doubled them more and doubled their money, isn't it? There you go. That's the trouble. But no, I I, I agree. I agree. I just think he was. Um, and actually, the other yesterday, Jake Humphreys did an Instagram post of him dancing to my music. So that was great. So that was great. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, woohoo! Thanks. Um, there you go. Yeah, praise. there you go. That, that that's 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 some praise. But um, yeah, no, he was he was just brilliant, wasn't he? He was just and he and obviously we've interviewed loads of players around that time, and you know when I said you know when he came on when these play, young players you know did you know they were going to be good? And he went, yeah, these guys just come on, they're class, just absolutely, it just looked class. So this is time in the ball and 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 stuff like that. And um, yeah, Rio sort of epitomised that sort of generation, really, wasn't he? He was he was the first one, wasn't he? Rio was yeah. the first one, and then remember seeing was, the. FA Youth Cup final, second yeah. leg, I think it was, or it might have been the first, I don't know, in 96 at Upton Park. And, you know, I remember sort of like watching it. And if I remember rightly, I was watching before they really started their careers, Rio Ferdinand, 
Frank Lampard yeah. Jr. and Michael Owen. And I think Jamie Carragher might have been involved. And normally you sort of like, you watch an FA Youth Cup final, you'd be very lucky if maybe one player from yeah, yeah, yeah. all of the players on the pitch makes it. Maybe two, if you're lucky. Mm. You know, but there was four. You know, yeah, men's and, men's. and I think David Thompson was another one, but obviously he didn't quite have the career that those guys had, but he still played at a good level. Yeah. But yeah. Rio was something else. He really Brilliant, was. And uh, like I say, we didn't see the best of him. That doesn't mean to say that I can't put the guy in my 11 because. No, exactly. Yeah, no, exactly I was the same. I was saying, um, who, who's going to partner in that central defence? Now, this was, a, this was a tricky one because I did see Alvin Martin play again. Um, probably I didn't see the best of him. Um, again, I was probably sort of, you know, he was towards the end of his career then. Yeah. Steve Potts could have gone in there quite easily. Um, do you know what? And, and I remember seeing your one. I think you picked Ian Pearce, and I loved Pearce. Absolutely mm. loved Ian Pearce. I thought he was brilliant. Um, but the problem I had is that the guy that I'm going to put next to Rio, I'm putting him there because you'll find out with my midfield, I had a little bit of a conundrum. So I've had to do a little bit of a shift around. Yeah. So his defensive partner, forgive me, is Declan Rice. <sighs> Shots fired. Yeah. Sorry. I had to, I listen, I had to put Declan in. Yeah. Because uh, I think the kid can be whatever he wants to be in football. Yeah. Um, barring, you know, God forbid, touch wood, it doesn't happen, any sort of injuries or, you know, anything like that. He could literally yeah. be anything he wants to be. You know, he can play at centre-back. He can play in midfield. I think the only thing, if he's playing in midfield, that probably is missing from his game to make him an elite-level midfielder, in my opinion, is goals. That's the one thing that's missing from his game. Other than that, he's got absolutely mm. everything that you need to succeed. And he's only, what, 22? And he's got it's mental, 150 it? appearances? Yeah, so ridiculous. You absolutely know, I mental. Mean, yeah, so I, like I say, I know he's not playing in midfield at the minute. Um, but when we come to the midfield, you'll probably understand why I had to make a bit of a choice. So, yeah, I, I had to have Declan in, so I put him in at centre-back. Yeah, fuck it. I've had Bob. We've had, I think uh, we had one playing fucking uh, Bobby Moore in goal because it's like nothing's gonna get past him, so we put him in goal. So it's not fair enough. So well, he, he did play in goal, didn't he? he the did. um, yeah, yeah. and he saved a penalty. He did. He did save a penalty. Um, right. Okay. So there's a back four. There's your goalkeeper. Let's go into midfield. Um, left, left midfield. Well, or? I see now this team that I've picked. I think that this, if if you wanted it to go default four four two, it could do it. Yeah. Um, if you wanted to go the modern formation four two three one, it could do, do four it. four two. This, this he, could yeah. do it. So you know, whatever. If you want to do four four two, we'll do four four we'll two. So do you want to go to two central or do you want to? Go no, we'll go with the left. Players? Go the left, left wing, left wing. Right now. Again, this could be controversial. It might not be. There's going to be some people, when I say this guy's name, they're going to go, what are you doing? Um, but I have to separate, and you probably know who I'm going to say now. Yeah. I have to separate what he did on the pitch, the, the joy that he brought for all but the last week or so of his time with the club. Yeah. Um, I have to put that in a box, stick that to one side, 
and focus on what this guy did on the pitch, which was just, yeah. yeah. I mean, if, if he'd have been at the club two, three, four seasons, I think I'd have probably revised who I believe is the greatest player I've ever seen, Claret and Blue. Yeah. Um, but um, I've gone Dimitri Payet. Yeah, definitely. And, and actually, it's funny enough, Gates, everyone literally, I mean, he's probably one of the most picked players, unsurprisingly. And everyone, I think like 40% of people have picked him or something ridiculous like that. And everyone has preferenced it that you're gonna hate me, but yep. I'm gonna put the VG right. But the man was the man was was argued well, he was technically the best player I've ever seen at West Ham. Ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. So like why why wouldn't you put him there? You know, it's like, yeah, he fucked us about, but I'm not even yeah. funny. You know, he, he was he's those mercurial players do fuck you about a little bit just because the way they're wired. Yeah. So yeah. You know, I mean, there's many, um, many players there. I mean, look at George Best. I mean, I'm going way back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's not someone that we ever had in our ranks. But, you know, you, you look at George Best and it's like similar sort of thing in that, you yeah. know, had an absolute bucket load of talent. Well, it's, it's most like, other it's players like, can't reach that level. But at yeah, the moment, he at the moment, obviously, you know, Ravel Morrison, you know, he's 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 thinking that him and Rio's interview yesterday um, that came out, you know, uh, you know, he was everyone I've interviewed who, who he was playing with. At West Ham said, you know, arguably world class, world class player. He had all the ability, but, but he just didn't have it up there. So, yeah. you know, and 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 clearly the the guy clearly regrets everything he's done because he's sort of, you know, what what could have been. But yeah, Pyatt. I mean, you know, and, and again, we had him when he was in his prime. You know, to give it a FIFA term, he, he was. He was in his prime and the eighteen month period. I mean, he's still playing all right at Marseille, but not to the level that he was playing at, at no, Upton no. Park. And to be fair, let's let's have it right. Who had heard of Dimitri Payet yeah, in no one. the world until yeah. he turned up at Upton Park? No, we made him that season. Yeah. Um you know, now, you know, you say Dimitri Payet and most people will say, wasn't he the guy to play for West Ham? You don't yeah. really sort of like get him say, Oh, doesn't he sort of like play for Marseille? It's like, yeah. you know, really, who cares? It's a farmers league. Let's have it right. So, totally and also i mean the guy was magic absolutely magic. Was. i mean the free kicks i mean you know everybody says about the one that he got at old trafford and that was great but i think mm. was it six days later against palace i think yeah. that one was even better because if you look that at it better. the wall there's about seven players in it i'm like at i've least, never, seen, yeah. you've never seen a wall with seven players you're mm. having a laugh and he still managed to bend it around the wall get it up get it down top bins and you're like yeah. wayne hennessy was just sitting there going Oh, that's nice. Well, he's completely thought he'd gone, isn't he? He'd, he'd gone, and then that's the thing. He was just like, he was, uh, you know. There's, there's not going to be many opportunities in our life where we'll get someone that's what Ballon d'Or nominee um, playing for your team. Not, not a former Ballon d'Or nominee, but one who actually was, is, you know, in the season that he's playing yeah. for you. He's nominated as one of the yeah. best players in the world. Yeah, never nice. happened. Never yeah. happened. And like I say, I, you know, and the other goal that I remember him getting was in in the second season, the goal against Middlesbrough, yeah, um, at London Stadium, where he picks it up round about halfway on the left wing. And I know people sort of turn around and say, well, "It was Middlesbrough, Rob. They did get relegated. They weren't all that." He went past about six players, including oh, the goalkeeper. Yeah, you know, he sat the goalkeeper down on his ass and made him yeah. look stupid. You know, and this was a player that by that stage probably wasn't very happy and didn't want to be in London. And yet you put a goal in like that. Great player, but like yeah. I say, that last week or so when he went on strike, I have to, like I say, I have to put that yeah. in the box 
because if I if I sort of included that in my decision making, you wouldn't be anywhere near. The no, team. of course you were, and it's a shame because obviously he gave us. There's no shadow of a doubt that that last season the bowling would have been half as good as it was if it wasn't for him. Yeah, because 100%. he he was, you know. And there's obviously a bit of oh, you know, is this team better than that that team this season? You know, he he was the one when he wasn't playing. Then, you know, we were a bit, a bit toothless, to be honest. We, yeah. you know, it was all about Pyatt. He dragged the other ten players along with yeah. him. Yeah, you know, and I don't think it's any coincidence. Um, again, this is my opinion. Other people will watch this and go, really, but you know, there was other players in that team that had seasons you know, where they excelled their levels yep. as well. And they've never hit those heights since. Yeah, and yeah. As I say, I think he brought out the best in them. And yeah, it was it was a brilliant, brilliant time to watch him. I'm so, you know, so sad it's, it turned out the way it did because I really yeah. do think he could have been an... I mean, he's, he's probably... He, he, blow, he blew his chance of becoming a legend at this club, despite the fact I've put him in my team and 40 percent of people have but yeah. just because of that he, i don't think you can categorize him as a legend but i think you can categorize him as a as a great player yeah and for me they're slightly different things they are but they are. um Dimitri yeah, totally agree. Left. Totally agree. Right. We'll put Dimmy on the left. Let's go for the other wing. Let's go for the right wing. Who are we gonna have on the right wing then, Rob? This this was easy. Um because unless I'm very much mistaken, um this guy did something that until Jesse Lingard did it against um Villa hadn't yeah. been done before. No. He's got two goals on his debut. Um he came from QPR. Um and we got you know, what, four or five Fantastic years out of this guy. Definitely. Um, he could play on the wing. He could play up front. In fact, I think that was where he, he made his debut. If he I'm started up front. Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty yeah. sure he, he was played at striker um, yeah. and got two goals against Everton, was it? Yeah. And Tricky Trev. Yeah. Tricky Trev. What a good player he was. You know, and he was just like, what? Well, I mean, you know, I have, I have a special, special bond with Trevor Sinclair because... You know, my uh, my granddad, God rest his soul, he was very... <laughs> I don't know, actually, to be honest, I don't know how we ended up getting to West Ham every Saturday without, like, dying, because, like, his eyesight was going, and he just drove this bloody Vauxhall Cavalier, and he was like, oh, God, it was everyone else's fault. You know, when he's like, he gets to that age where you're a driver, oh, bloody Charlie's <laughs> on the road. Charlie's, that was it, all called fucking Charlie. And his eyesight <laughs> was going. And we'd gone to West Ham, you know, we had like front row seat, we had like front row, banging the middle of the centenary upper. So really good seats we've had for many years. And he still had the program next to him because he couldn't remember. The, I mean, he was a very intelligent man, but, you know, he still had the program. And anything that was done good by a West Ham, a black West Ham player was Trevor Sinclair. <laughs> no, oh, it's bloody good. Only bloody play on the pitch. Well, it's because that's, that's, that's fucking Jermaine Defoe, Grandeau. It doesn't uh, matter, you know. That's Shaka Hislop, Hislop, for God's yeah, sake. Exactly. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, God, that's Chris Powell. But, um, and, and, and that's the thing, you know what I mean? It was like he was on his play and he was just brilliant, weren't he, Trev? And he was just like, you know, he'd give his all. Uh, he was skillful, you know, a bit like Antonio was for a while. You know, he played, he said, like, heart. He played wing back, I think, played right yeah. wing, played up front. Um, and was part of that, you know, the the, the 99, 98, 99 season where we finished fifth. 
um, which was our yeah. second, you know, best league position ever. And then uh, he, he had five. the World Cup in 2002. People forget exactly. that. He was on the yeah. standby list. He wasn't going. And then I think it was Danny Murphy got an injury. Got there was loads, wasn't there? I think, yeah. And he I think was brilliant. as well. Yeah, he was, exactly. And, and you know, that was that was a real testimony to him that he, he he played so well he got back into that and i know that he, you know obviously we've had him on the channel a couple of times actually he's a top guy and he is you know he always talks really high i mean he loves west ham he loves west ham fans there's no denying that fact um you know from a personal note you know when we sort of, you know, converse he, you know how much he loves the club and um and he was a he was he was a he was that in that sort of that, that was the last i say sort of era where football was fun do you know if it was like football was actually fun that era you had like him and razor and ian wright and monks and B, all these little players characters. and characters yeah there's real yeah. characters in the game and uh yeah and i, I think it's the, the end of the end of the um, red nap era that's when it sort of went a bit serious in my opinion yeah in my i opinion. think you're right but i think it's football in general i don't think it's just west ham football in general in my, in my thoughts but yeah tricky trev Love him, love him, love him, love him. Uh, friend of the channel, so that's good. And we'll get we'll get a like because we picked you picked him now, so that's good. Um, <laughs> right, so because he, he always like he, he loves liking when he's on when he's been picked. Um, right, okay, let's. Trip, let's if you go are and... watching this, mate, come on, come on to mine as well. Yeah. Good oh yeah. Little, you know, look after me. Yeah look after you yeah again i think he's very, I, I think trev must have been picked about 40 percent as well you know it's like there's there's certain players who distinct you know across several generations and sinks is definitely one of them as well right let's go into midfield um first central midfielder then um this is a guy that i think through his career again i think in my opinion operated under the radar um, yep. for, for a lot of people um I still to this day do not know how this fella got, I think it's 30 England caps. And I've realized that there was a lot of talent around the time, you know, Lampard yep. Jr. Yeah. Um, and uh, Gerard and Skulls. I get, I get that, but 30 yeah. caps. Um, the guy He's was ridiculously talented. You know, he yeah. could, his range of passing, you know, he, he was, you know, magnificent player. And again, player we never saw um hit his peak at, at upton park no but i've got to go michael carrick yeah i mean he's, he was one of those players when he where i saw i pay reference to him when we get when he's picked he's one of those guys who wherever he's gone to the team he's left has never it's, it's left a gap and he's he's yeah. a little bit similar to the trim tim breakerisms i think yeah in that he's just he does all the donkey work you know he, he he's 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 always a seven out of ten and eight out of, you know he's always there and um he sometimes i think gets le left in the wash a little bit as you said with all the guys like with, with the joe coles and and don't know how junior and people like that um wash your mouth out russ yeah i know i've got i've got I bought some more listerine today so it's all right <laughs> um so but you know what i mean i think michael and he, you know, he left us we never replaced him he left tottenham never replaced tottenham never replaced him he left man united never replaced him you know and and you're thinking it's almost like you know when you've got like i don't know when you it's, when you've got like a, a table a coffee table and you have it in the same place all the time and you always put your drink on it and it, you move and you move it or you know and you what yeah what's what's going on what's going yeah. on and, and, and <laughs> that's how i feel about michael carrick he's like why is why is why are they what 
Oh, I know, because we had a guy who was absolutely a fantastic player and an absolute demon of a passer. Yeah. And and unlike a lot of other people, he 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 hung about. You know, he went down and he hung yes. about. Yes, um, unlike some where yeah, unlike, he got relegated yeah. and he, he said, I'll give you the year. And yeah. he, he did. And was I was there that day as well in 04. I had three years in Cardiff. Yeah. Um, I was there in 04. We didn't turn up against Palace. We absolutely no. stunk the joint out. Yeah. And it's it's such a shame that that's the last memory I've got of a guy that I consider to be a fantastic player Yeah. Um, in a claret and blue shirt. But mm. it is what it is. It is what it um, is, yeah. It doesn't stop him getting in my Amazon. No, definitely, definitely. Right, so put Mickey Carrick in. Who's um, he going to partner in that central midfield position? And this is why Declan Rice is the centre-back, because this guy has to go in. Jonathan Has to go in. Jonathan's... Got it in one. I didn't realise that. I didn't, realize I didn't even put Michael Carrick on the rap, screen. Sorry. Roberto in goal. Yeah, you know, it's all in. All the greats. It's all, all in. Greats. All the greats. No, um, you know... Was it 518 appearances? He's been captain. He's, mm. you know, an absolute West Ham legend. And I hope to God the club gives him another year's contract because I really have a problem that if this is his last season, yeah. he's going to finish his career. And we cannot say goodbye, thank you, and all lifting the rest. The, lifting the to Premier Mr. League West title. Ham. Well, Mark Noble. Mark Noble. Yeah. Mark Noble. Yeah. I, I, he's I got to be in there. And he's the reason, like I say, I, I sort of flip flopped. I was like, you know, you know, Declan, Mark. I'll put Declan in at centre back and Mark can go in midfield. Done. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I just think he's. Uh, and, and it's something unusual that it doesn't happen. I, I don't think people pay reference to it as much, but. There's not a lot of players in the Premier League who are playing for the club they support. Do you know what I mean? They don't, you know, it's like a Mark Noble. He plays for the club he supports. He's a captain of the club. He's a club captain of the club he supports. He's a, you know, one man, five hundred appearances, all this stuff. There's something special about that. And I think we know he's a great captain. He's all this, but the fact is, he's a West Ham fan, and you know, and I've I've watched games that he hasn't been in the squad, and he's been like one of the auxiliary squad. And I've watched almost. I should have done like you know, when you said player cam, didn't you? Yeah, and, I, and, and I watched it because well, he's on his own. Because there's no well, there's no fucker there anyway. So I literally watched him for the whole almost the whole that Chelsea game last season. Um, when he wasn't in the squad, and he watched that game like a fan, and it's sort of like. You know, I, I I knew he was a fan, but actually watching him watch the game as a fan, he sort of said, "You know, fuck this guy is. Yeah. This guy is. Yeah, he, he does what he, he does what he says on the tin, so to speak." Um, yeah, I, I mean, there's no doubt he'll be given. You know, in my opinion, that he'll be given a, a, a some sort of you know deal to see him through to the next season because yeah, I it's so. uh, yeah. I, I mean, so. yeah. <laughs> I I mean, think his comments it, the other day did concern me where he was saying he doesn't know how long he's got well, yeah, and i'm think, like please yeah. just, just one more year and even if even if you can only make one substitute appearance in the league where you come on in the last five minutes of a game and we can give you a standing ovation yeah you cannot cannot retire and we you know we're not able to say thank you um, although I do think he is a little bit maligned by some fans, um, mm. and I use that in the loosest sense, in my opinion. I mean, yeah, all right, you know, is he the greatest midfielder in the world? No, 
Is he the most no. skillful? No. Is he the quickest? No. But you know what? He's one of us. You know, he yeah. is a West Ham fan. He's he's you. That's he's true. Me, yeah. And he's out there, and you know, and he's never. You know, I don't think he ever gets really the credit he deserves. And I'm, you no. Know, again, when I said earlier about Payet and he dragged yeah. people yeah, yeah, to yeah. a higher level, and Mark was was one. He had an absolutely amazing season that season. And yeah, yeah. again, you know, we went England went to the Euros and he didn't get anywhere near it. And you think it's like, you know, at no point he's even had a call up, let alone. You know anything else? He never had a call up, and yet he was England's under twenty ones <laughs> captain. Yeah, and he was, I think, for a spell, he was actually their record goal scorer, if I'm not very much mistaken. Quite possibly. Um, so how he never even got, I say, not even a call up. Yeah, I mean, for God's sake, you know, it's but it's yeah, but that's indicative of West Ham. But Billy Bonds never got a call up. You know, Julian no, Dix never played for West yeah. Ham, and you know, it's it's not again, it's it's not just indicative of modern football. I mean, although nowadays it does seem like you give them out like like you know like bloody Happy Meal toys at the moment, England caps. <laughs> and you're thinking, yeah, at the end of the day, yeah, I mean, well, you, it's, they're it's talking about late. giving giving an England cap to an Argentinian goalkeeper now. Yeah, well, that's what I mean. It's just Don't get it's, me started. It's ridiculous. But for me, I mean, I I just think he's. He's, he's just brilliant, and he'll be one of those people who who just tied to the club for the rest. You know, very similar to like Potsy and people like that. He'll be tied to the club. Kevin Keane, yeah, they'll always be around the club uh, in some capacity. Who knows? You know, ten. I mean, you know, the way I see Scott Parker at Fulham, you know, I could easily see Mark Noble doing the same thing at West Ham. You know, just. Um, but then again, you know, would he, you know? I saw someone the other day, and it's like. We know when when fate when sort of you know legends and he is a, he is a legend he's a modern day legend. Yeah, we used to, we don't, you, okay. And so when he you know if he became a manager and say so didn't work out then he, he tarnished yeah. you know that's why yeah. Brooklyn obviously never went full time you know exactly yeah he was um, very very clever there I think yeah I'm, I'm not being funny when I say that um, you know it, definitely how many people have been legends at their club become a manager it doesn't work out. Oh yeah, and then it's the, the relationship's not quite got the same dynamic. Yeah, you know what I mean. So, yeah, totally. um, I, I, one thing I think that he could possibly do, and I, I, I'm fairly sure I've read that he's possibly interested in, is if ever the role of director of football comes up. Now, I think he could do that brilliantly. Yeah, he could do. You know, he knows the club inside out, and he could be mm. that buffer between the manager yeah. and the the board. But as as I said, as you said, you know, I think the the role he's playing now, he could easily play it for another season, no problem. Fifteen mm. twenty minute man, yeah. cup game and plays the cup game. And the thing yeah. is, I'll t- tell you something. You know, there was what was the game? Fulham. It was the Fulham yeah. game, the nil nil at Craven Cottage. Yeah, I'm sitting at home watching it, and Duke was sending me WhatsApp messages and this, that, and the other. Yeah, and he actually was like, "Why are the?" we brought on mark noble and i turned around and said because mark noble will not give the ball away cheap which is exactly yeah. what we're doing right now you know and everybody there's this fallacy about mark noble where he only passes it sideways he only passes it back i've seen him play plenty of through balls yeah. you know long passes not a long ball there's a difference long passes to feet you know i've seen him spray balls around left right and center you know yeah very rarely waste the ball but i mean the fact is if, you, if, you, if you've got the ball if you're in central midfield you look up nothing's on what are you going to do just lump it no you're going to sort of like okay i'm mm. going to retain possession i'm going to recycle it i'm going to drop back whatever wait for them to come out 
and then we'll we'll go again when yeah, when the opportunity presents itself you know and players like xavi and iniesta you know in barcelona yeah. they they made a career out of it and I'm, I'm not saying that you know he was on the same skill level I, I get that but stylistically that was exactly what they did yeah. and everybody lords yeah. them as, as sort of like great players which they were mark noble do, does the same thing and oh it's just no noble, it's, it's it? true it, it, again it's all perspective isn't it it's like it's like i i mean someone said to me i was talking to a a, a non-west ham fan i do have some friends who are non-west ham fans Ooh. and um i know i know i leave him arm, arms notice though that's what i'm just just well it's two meters whatever it's two meters now so it doesn't matter um and he was talking about declan rice he's like oh i don't i don't get what you guys mean about declan rice i just don't see it and it's like well it's all about perspective you know it's like we we see him 90 minutes so we see him the whole game we don't see him for match today highlights so we know what he does during yeah. the game in the same way that i don't i don't see the whole thing with jack Grealish. i don't see it but then i don't watch 90 minutes of villa you know and i don't watch and and so i just see like you know that the bad bits and so and it's the same with mark noble i think people go oh you're but actually you're right if he was if he was you know i know spanish and playing playing for in the same like xavi or someone like in barcelona yeah. then it's all it's all how things are painted in terms of their their exactly. perception and i think mark noble's on those players i totally agree with you i think he's you know some i know there's people who are like oh mark Noble, but you know we as a west ham fan all we want is someone to put a shirt put a shirt on and fight for the shirt and and and, and yeah. you know give a hundred percent yeah buys buys that, into the, the 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 ethos that the name yeah. on the front of the shirt is always yeah. more important than the name on the back and that's, and that's the way it should be and that's him because he ain't i mean he ain't kicked up a fuss when he gets dropped nope. you know he knows i mean you know and the, the fact that that mr rice the, the second mark noble comes on the pitch he'll almost a detriment of the team actually we'll, we'll give his we'll give the hat the you know the, the game's still going he's trying to put his put the fucking armband on him you know that you shows how much they could just sort of go and get another armband and you know sort of mark walks on with it on his arm yeah, yeah but it's like it's he, that just shows how much respect he has for mark noble yeah and and you know and and mark doesn't and sometimes mark doesn't even want the arm he's like yeah. oh, let's play the game yeah, you know but you know what yeah. i mean so um, but yeah, we'll put Mark in. All right, okay. Up from up from first striker, who we have him? Well, for me, uh, there's probably only two guys that I can think of in a claret and blue shirt that have been in my time just yeah. pure out and out goal scorers. Yeah, one of them's Jermaine Defoe. Yeah, um, but it ain't him. So yeah. you 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 know who it is? He had two spells at the club. Yeah, he was part of one of the boys of '86. Simone's up, yeah, that's yeah, the man. that's the man, yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> no, Anthony Richard Cotty, TC, the man. Let me write that down, TC. Yeah, just I mean, just a pure, pure you, goal scorer. You don't get goal scorers like that anymore. Do you? you know the the modern? And I always say this when whether it's Cotty or you know the 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 less informed in terms of Jermaine Defoe and stuff. You, know, you don't get these sort of fox in the boxes strikers anymore. It's a part of the modern game, which is gone in my opinion. Yeah. yeah. They're all forwards, aren't they? Like even yeah. Vardy. He, I mean, the last one was probably something like Danny Ings and even he's become a bit more of a forward now rather than a striker. Yeah. Um, 
yeah, he was just a, just a natural ability to score goals, wasn't he, old TC? He could just sniff out the opportunities, just, yeah. you know, see, see ball, hit ball, see yeah. goal, score goal, bang, done. Mm. You Simple. Know, and, uh, yeah, I mean, like I say, the only two pure, like, talk, I'm just talking pure goal scorers, yeah. like I say, it's him and, him and Jermaine Defoe. Yeah. Um, oh, but yeah, but the, the Defoe is apologised now. You know, he's... Deb- oh, he's okay, okay. So, sorry, yeah. Jermaine. If you're watching I know what you mean. Sorry. I know what you mean. I know what you mean. <laughs> it's true. Old, very, old wounds, very mate. They were very similar. I, and I always thought when we had Chicharito that he was going to be the next one. Do you know what I mean? Because he was sort of in, in the same ilk, but he was never. I don't think he was used right because he, he always no. seemed to be shoved out onto the left. And it was yeah. like, again, he's a he's a poacher. What yeah. are you doing? Slinging him on the left all the time. It's ridiculous. Mm. You've spent all his money. You've given him 150 grand a week, whatever it was, oh, yeah. to stick him on the left. Yeah. Square peg, round hole. But we do it all the time. We but um, no. Cotty was just, like I say, he was absolutely lethal. You know, yeah. anything around the penalty box, you know, defense, the opposition defence, watch out. Mm, definitely. You know, and again, no, another player that I don't think, you know, I mean, even when he was at Everton, I mean, he, he scored plenty of goals for Everton. Yeah. People think that he flopped at Everton. Look at his record. Yeah. No, he did. I mean, he scored, he scored goals wherever he went. He left and goals. here's a little thing for you. He's actually got a place in football history. And what he did, as things stand at the minute, unless rules change, no one will ever do again. No, because he he can't, yeah. What did he do? He played in all four divisions of the English Pyramid, Premier League, Championship, League One, League Two, as it is now, did that in one season. Didn't Leicester. he score as well? He scored. No, he, no. He, uh, no, I don't think he did because the last club he played for was Millwall. Um, oh yeah, yeah. He, he was at he was at Leicester. He was at Norwich. He was at Barnet, where I believe he was player manager. Yep. And he finished at Millwall, and that's where I th- I'm pretty sure that's where he re- he sort of said, "No, nah, this is ridiculous," and you know that was that was him. Done. Well, I think everyone but thinks no it's ridiculous when it's at Millwall. To be honest, with Gatesy. Yeah. To be honest, well, but yeah. But I know what you mean. Yes, that's something. Yeah, you never do that. That'll never happen again. So yeah, they're not allowed to do that now with the way the rules are. But yeah, he's got yeah. a little little place in in football history for that. And he would know that because he's Mister Statman. Yes, he knows his stats. I, I think I said exactly how many goals goals he scored. He, he can does. tell you no problem at yep. all. Yep, he can. And I think <laughs> I I think I said he had seven caps and he had eight, or he had eight caps and he had seven, or something like that. I, I was like one of them. I think up. it was seven. I think he's got. Yeah, seven. I think I, I said he had, he had eight, and it was like no, actually, I was I was in the squad, but I never never came on. Oh, sorry, 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 TC, sorry, mate. I just I just gave you one less England cap. Jesus, tell yeah, me who's got, up front you got, for you. <laughs> you got to be accurate, mate. That's what you it got is, to with TC. You got to with TC. Right, who's TC going to partner up front then? Well, it's the most talented player that I ever saw in a Claret Blue shirt. Yeah. Um, I was there when he got that goal against Wimbledon. And I remember when Trevor Sinclair's got the ball on the right. Yeah. Put this arcing ball into the pe- the Wimbledon penalty box. And I'm looking. He's going up. And he just, it, it just, time seemed to freeze just yeah. for that sort of moment. Time just seemed to freeze. And I'm thinking, what, what's he doing? Goes up, does that bicycle kick. And it just flies across Nice, Neil Sullivan, you know, goes past him. And I was I was in the Bobby Moore lower with my, my best mate, Rob. And I was yeah. literally, me and a couple of other lads that were around us, we were like, 
yay sort of thing you know yeah. it was, there was that sort of split second where you were like what the hell have i just seen yeah what have i just seen um you know and eh, just a, a fantastic talent i mean he had a screw loose you know he was he was a, yeah you know a, a character with a capital c um you know um but paulo de canio i mean what a player and people said about him oh he never did it away from upton park uh manchester united bartez yeah um, he did it plenty the goals of times. he got yeah. the last season against chelsea did anybody sort of see that yeah all right maybe his best days came up to part but it's not like yeah. he sort of turned up at away games and it was like you know no um, not at all. 10 men here you know yeah he was he was a fantastic player and uh again i don't think he got any caps for italy i think he got under 21 caps and whatever but no never, i think there was a i think he didn't, yeah, he didn't see eye to eye with the Italian. yeah yeah mm -hmm. i think he he well, probably same thing as dixie you know yeah um you know a little bit of a clash um you know face don't fit whatever and yeah and that's that but honestly the i'll say with, with Payet, i think if he'd have carried on he might have challenged parlo in that as far as yeah. i'm concerned yeah, yeah, yeah but just for the for the longevity that he had and just his you know and even in the last season where he, he had injuries and he wasn't quite at the same level and he still like i say scored those two goals at stanford bridge that was just like yeah wow and the last game that I saw him was the, the, the Chelsea game, the last home, home game of the season. Yeah. He got relegated under, well, he was actually under Brooking at the time, obviously, but, you know, Rhoda had his um, yeah, yeah, issues. Yeah. And uh, always remember it. I was, again, see, I had my season ticket in the Bobby Moore lower. Uh, my best mate, Rob, couldn't go. So yeah. my wife came with me. And at the time, she was heavily pregnant with the twins, right? And where we sat we were sort of like that two three four rows from the front whatever and there was a steward that used to sit in front and he we got to know each other sort of over the years and whatever and he just looked at me and he sort of he saw my my missus is like out there and he turned around and said you do realize if we see this out this place is just gonna go nuts and yeah. i'm like i know and he's like your missus and i'm like i know and he said yeah. tell you what and he he took her and he, he sort of put a, the other side of the advertising hoarding so that when the final whistle went, yeah. everyone sort of like went nuts. She'd be out of the way and whatever. Nice. Um, and yeah, the final whistle went and it was just absolute pandemonium. And I always remember he was sort of coming around and he was in bits, absolute yeah. bits, because he knew that that was the last time he was going to put on yeah, a yeah, yeah. shirt up and part. And he was, he was just in absolute pieces. But I mean, that's love, the thing. Love yeah. him as a player yeah i mean he was he was a phenomenal player but again he was part of that fun era you know it was just entertaining mm. wasn't he you'd go you didn't know what era what what paolo was going to turn up um was it going to be the crazy one was it going to be the mesmerically fantastic yeah. one you know and and, and that's why bradford yeah i mean that, that whole that, i mean that whole game epitomized west ham in that era you know things like happening all the time but for he's, all the stars aligned that day wasn't it really in terms yeah. of madness I remember um it. yeah i remember yeah, it was sort of crazy like watching it and it was just and i think bradford were bottom or thereabouts we like that, doing, yeah. he was doing all right in in the league so yeah you kind of turn up and think three points easy i think i think we went two nil up 
but I think then Shaka like, yeah. broke his Shaka broke his leg. Yeah, and Stephen and Bywater we went, came on. Steve Bywater came on and he was like a cat on hot bricks. You know, he couldn't yeah. catch a cold. He really couldn't that day. Um, and uh, we were four two down, and I remember Parlo getting chopped. No penalty. Yeah. Chopped. No penalty. And the third one chopped, and he's just like bollocks to this, and he's you know. Yeah. Take me off, boss. You know, yeah. it ain't happening today. And Harry's on the side. Come on, come on, we're losing. Come on. Yeah. You know, and crowd, Paolo Di Canio, and all the songs. Well, I think that's the thing. It's the song, isn't it? It's, uh, yeah. Again, it's like when you, you know, you, 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 you've put, put uh, Pyatt, you've put obviously Di Canio. You know, they all had the, they both had these songs and oh, Ludo as well. Ludo, and, yeah. And it's just having like, it, it there's something special and that i mean that, it just all worked so well that's that the canio song it just works and it was like it was just synonymous with that time and it was just brilliant it was just an entertainer yeah. yeah he makes you smile when you think about power of canio you smile and you know we should there's no way we should have got him if you know he had to, he had to push over a ref for us to get him <laughs> um and 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 to be honest i mean thinking it and i was i was talking to someone about it the other day you know he was doing all right at sheffield sheffield wednesday not yeah not like ripping up trees him and carbone were doing all right but he came to west ham and you know in that sort of period he was there four or five years four or five whatever he was um he became you know a premier league great not just a west ham great a premier you know he was he's mentioned in the same ilk as a bird camp or a or, or Zola, you know, Di Canio, they're part of the same group, and yeah, that would have never 100%. happened if he was at, wasn't at West Ham. And I think yeah. he knows that. Do you know what I mean? That's why he still has this affection with West Ham yeah. because he knows we we, we basically made it a bit like well, Piat, you know, as you said, no one knew what Piat who Piat was till he came to West Ham, and then everyone knows him as the free kick bloke. Um, yeah. yeah, but I mean, he's, he's, you know, and another thing that people forget, you know, because everybody sort of like focuses on the negatives, and you know, that's just. You know, the way yeah. life is, people focus on the negatives and oh, he's the bloke that pushed over the ref. Well, yeah, he is, but you might also remember, didn't he get like a FIFA Fair Play award for he did Paul Gerard yeah. did his knee in at Everton, the ball's yeah. crossed in, he he had an open goal, win the game two yeah. one, and he's just gone, Thank you very much. He did. He certainly did. No, no, yeah. I don't and, think Stuart Pierce was too happy by all accounts or or Harry, but no. No, I don't think Harry do do? particularly. Yeah, what do you do? Like, it's just, it was Paolo, wasn't it? That's what he did. Yeah. Um, that, he was, that was Paolo. Office. He box was. Office, he, yeah, good chat. He was a box office. That's was, how he did. He was someone that, that he, even a, a neutral, if if you knew that Paolo Di Canio was playing for West Ham that day, you'd pay money to go and <laughs> Totally. Absolutely totally. Um, and and that's, that's the team. Ludo in goal, Timmy Breaker, Declan Rice, Rio, Dixie, Sinks, Carrot Noble, Pyatt, Di Canio, Cotty. There's goals in there, Gatesy. There's goals there. You know, know, I think that that team, and it's all hypotheticals because, you know, they're all different ages and whatever. (laughs) But I think if it were possible to get that 11 together and put that on the pitch, that team would hold its own against pretty much any team you can put in front of it. I agree. I agree. Definitely. Uh, yeah, no, I totally agree. Gates, man, it's been lovely chatting. Been a lovely chat, my friend. Um, and and as, as I said, anyone who fancy subscribing to the Forged from Iron YouTube channel, have a Google, you know, have a search and, and listen to Gatesy and, and, and Duke and various others moaning about West Ham. 
Um, we're not, no, we're not at the minute. We're, we're, good. We're no, we're not. We're not. We're exactly. Watch it now when it's all happy. Um, and we'll see. <laughs> Hopefully, it will, for the rest of the season, it will stay happy. But anyway, um, anyway, hope everyone is safe and well. And obviously, from myself and from Gatesy, take care, everyone. Stay safe. Wash those hands. Get those jabs. Uh, come on, you irons. And we'll see you again very, very soon. Take care, everyone. Much love. Bye bye. Podcast Network. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.